Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. This is our second part of our celebration of the release of Avengers Infinity War on Blu-ray today, August 14th, 2018. My name is Jordan Weekend, and I will be joined, joined in a moment by my former roommate, uh, Logan Stump. Uh, if you had listened to part one, that was Matt Hartgrove. And we asked his opinions on what he thinks is going to happen on Avengers 4. And uh, got his thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp. So if you are interested in that, and you have not listened, it should be the episode before this one. Uh, You can listen to that one first, or you can listen to this one first. It doesn't really matter. Uh, So then in this episode, we're going to be doing the same thing, but we're going to be speaking with Logan Stump. And he might bring some different theories to me than Matt did Uh, So we might have some new conversations to talk about. Some of it might overlap. So you might hear my thoughts more than once. But really we're here so that way you can get the thoughts of Logan and Matt. Um, And that's all I have to say. So in a moment here we'll be joined by uh, Logan Stump. And uh, we also just released a new episode on Monday the 13th. So I would recommend checking that out as well we're just a regular length episode regular information about the parks the video games movies tv shows etc and uh, that's it so enjoy this episode and uh, give us some feedback on it what do you think is going to happen on avengers 4 thanks all right and now we have logan stump from uh we met behind the castle uh, here with us today to talk some Avengers 4 and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. You've seen it, right? I have, yeah. <laughs> and actually I had it? to, I had to, yeah, <laughs> you sound like you didn't see it. No, I had to, uh, I had to refresh myself a little bit on Avengers. I just bought it. I just downloaded it. Oh, you got the digital? Yeah, today, so. I've actually been... Uh, I don't get digital because I get it when I get the Blu-ray comes with right. it, and I'm a physical collector. Yeah, I like to touch stuff. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm a physical collector. I like the cases. I like seeing them on my shelf. Uh, but I do digitally collect as well. So I mean, there's some movies if they have a sale that's really good, I get the digital because I'm like, yeah, that'll save me shelf space. But my favorite movies, I get them for the shelf. Um, so. I'm waiting for that, and you know they structure it where the digital is out first, and then the physical is out two weeks later. Um, but I've entered in some chances. There's like they're trying to like give stuff, give some copies away on some mm-hmm. places I follow. So I was retweeting and following them and hoping to win it, uh, so that way I could actually watch it before it comes out on Blu-ray. Right. Uh, I didn't win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't win. Because then I would have just gave the code to my sister and said, you know, here's for the boys, you know. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Well, nobody ever wins anything. I don't. I think they make those people up. I actually have won something on Twitter, 
Uh, Did you want, really? Yeah, baseball. MLB said for, you know, retweet or follow. I think it was just like it. Uh, follow MLB and like their post. And they would choose a random person that would win these baseball cards of legends. Mm-hmm. And uh, they direct messaged me saying I won. And they asked for my information. And I have them sitting in my room right here. That's pretty cool, though. It was. So people do win things, I guess. Yeah, it made me believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a random person. <laughs> That they've made up. You know what? Somebody's sitting there like, that guy, like, (laughs) they didn't actually give that away. And guess what? They did. They gave it to me. Jordan Weekend. That's a made-up name. Right. And I don't even think they shared that I won it. Like, I think they just, like, direct messaged me and just, like, never said, like, here's our winner today. So people could think that they just made it up. But I have them. It's real. Um, So before we start getting into our theories of Avengers 4 and such... Um, and how about Ant-Man and the Wasp, your general thoughts of Ant-Man and the Wasp? Um, actually it might be one of my favorite Marvel movies. Like it ranks up there pretty high. I love, I love the first one. I loved him. I like Paul Rudd in that, in that role. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. Um, no, but I just really like him in that role and I think he does a good job. Um, plus, you know, the girl's not too hard to look at, so it makes it a lot better when she's in it, obviously. Yeah, she's but lost. Yeah, exactly. So, and she did not seem lost on the film. Um, <laughs> she, but no, I really do. I, I love. The, I, they're getting better with their comedy in these movies. I think, honestly. Yeah, I, I think Ant Man and the Wasp shows that Ant Man is becoming one of their stronger franchise franchises, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant Man was a total joke to people when they first announced it. They were like, "There's a person named Ant Man. Like, what is that?" You know. Right. Um, but he's becoming a solid character that is, at one, getting Paul Rudd is great, you know. Uh, for people that don't know, me, Logan, and Matt, who you'll hear later on in this uh, show, actually one of our first things we bonded over was I Love You Man, which has Paul Rudd. <laughs> we all love the movie. So that was something that we watched uh, on program, and we loved it and now paul rudd is ant-man uh, i loved him since friends we all love friends too so mm-hmm. he's great and in friends he's one of my favorite characters in friends um i don't know if i thought i was being like uh like a hipster when friends was out but like i watched friends when it was airing okay that's how old i am i was watching <laughs> it when it was airing and most of what i remember was probably seasons nine and ten where, which is where Mike is prominent. And um, I remember thinking, like, this guy's cool. I like Mike, you know, and he was awesome. And then all of a sudden, every time I would see Paul Rudd in anything, I'd be like, oh, that's Mike from Friends. Oh, that's Mike from Friends. And I still think that way when I see him. Yeah. You know, he's done a million other things. That's mm-hmm. the first exposure I had to Paul Rudd. No, that makes sense. So uh, for me, it's like, what? it's almost like discovering a band before they're popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like discovering paul rudd before he's shot to stardom right and i've been following him since i was a little kid uh and really any movie he's in is pretty good so Mm -hmm. uh, i love paul rudd uh so ant-man was always on the top of my list going in i think this is better than the first one i do too i think yeah you know i do i think it it has i don't know it has a lot more comedy i think um what is her name is it phantom uh ghost ghost Ghost, that's right so i think that that's a cool villain to kind of portray. And she's not like, it's hard. You kind of fight your 
inner conscious, I guess, like you just don't want to, you don't want to hate her because you feel bad for her. But then right, you do, yeah, and then you do want to hate her because she's, you know, annoying. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I can describe her is annoying. Um, but I don't know. You could just, and I think you can tell just people are still hungover on Infinity War. And they were kind of wondering how this was going to fit. But I think it fits brilliantly with it now that yeah. I've seen it. Everybody says it's like a palate cleanser, you know? It gets you kind of over the sadness of Infinity War mm-hmm. and gets you into this. And it's fairly standalone uh, without Infinity War, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But what I do like about this is it's not only like a sequel to um, uh, Ant-Man 1. It's more of a sequel to Ca- uh, Captain America Civil War. Because a lot of the fallout that they're dealing with at the beginning... Right. Is because of his actions in Civil War. Yeah. And I'm I glad love... that... Sorry, go ahead. No, I love how <laughs> his best thing is when he's talking about fighting with Steve Rogers and he keeps bringing it up and hopes just like, can you not bring him up anymore? Right. <laughs> like, I don't care that you fought with Steve Rogers and Captain America. <laughs> yeah, when he calls him Cap and... Like, oh, yeah, Cap. <laughs> what we call him. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, you know what my favorite joke is, though, too, in this movie is when she is talking about her mom, like, playing hide-and-seek with her, and he says, well, you really didn't get the gist of that game, because <laughs> yeah. she said she always hid in the same spot. Yeah. It's the best joke. Yeah. No, that was really good. But, yeah, it has a lot more, like, family-friendly type humor. It's not, mm-hmm. like, um, it's, like, very different from the, like, if you look at Age of Ultron which has a lot more, I would say, like, sexual humor at times. Yeah. This has a lot more, like, this is the family-friendly franchise, right? I mean, right. The other ones are family... I guess the other ones are family-friendly. These are more just family movies, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, this one doesn't have as nearly as much, like, I don't. I can't remember a time they had crude humor. Um, maybe the two security guards did, because I feel like they would have. Um, right, but the one T.I. Did, right, I don't even think they did, though. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, I mean, there was maybe some words dropped, you know, like the S word and such, right. but nothing overtly no. bad or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that plays because of Cassie's role. Uh, I think she plays a bigger role, right. which I think she's going to play an even bigger role, but um, we'll get into that. Yeah. So then let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. The, the movie was great, but I mean, let's mm-hmm. get into what we're here for, how this uh, uh, movie affects Avengers four um Mm -hmm. so this movie the end credit scene spoilers if you haven't i mean really if you're listening to this you know we're going to be theorizing anyway so you should have already seen both of these uh but at the end of this movie uh you know ant-man goes into the quantum realm to get some uh healing juice i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) not really clear what it is uh some sort of thing uh that they can quantumize and grab it and heal ghost with it and as he's in there that's when thanos snaps and uh hank is gone janet's gone and hope is gone mm-hmm. oh that sounded pretty good hope is gone like hope, hope for is, hope is gone out of this yeah, is yeah. gone <laughs> that's a nice play on words right so what were your initial thoughts on this when when that happened did you see that coming or um uh, 
I think I did this, like, it, not initially when he said guys. Like, I thought it was something else was going to happen. Like, they had turned into giant ants or something weird. But then uh, <laughs> the second time he said it, then I was like, oh, no. And uh, people were like, oh. you could just tell the reaction was kind of like, oh, snap, I forgot. Which, by the way, I got to tell you, when I went, I mean, three quarters of that movie theater left. It was amazing. Like, they didn't watch the end credits. So, I don't it know where those people... every time. It's it crazy to me. Time. But I don't know. So, like, when I first saw it, I did. I didn't think anything of it. But the second time, he's like, guys, are you there? Hello? Then I was like, oh, snap. And then when you get it, oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, and then when you, when you go back and it pans back and they're into dust, all of them, uh, that's when I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> right. And I had a good idea... Once he's the only one going in there. Really? Yeah, I did. I was like, they are got to do something with Thanos. and He's got to mm-hmm. lose somebody. Right. Uh, I was doubting it near the end of the movie. I was like, well, maybe it's in the end credits. And then, you know, we, when he's first talking about going in there, I'm not really thinking of anything of it. But he's the only one that goes in there. Mm-hmm. And then... Everybody... A lot of people were shocked that I've seen, like, oh, no, all three of them are gone. How is that, you know possible blah 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 from a writing standpoint it makes sense it had Mm -hmm. to happen right i mean Mm -hmm. if one of them survived the snap they're able to pull ant-man out of the quantum realm right so once he goes in there and there's three of them there then all three have to disappear around it's just like hope pressing a button to get scott back you know right um and at that point, I feel like that makes sense to where Scott is. He's in the quantum realm. And I think as we get into theorizing about why he is, uh, why they set him up to be in there, then mm-hmm. I think it'll make some more sense going into Avengers 4. Um, and then the last end credit scene is the ant playing the drums, which is funny. Yeah. But we also get our first real look of the world after the snap you know we right. have the emergency broadcast playing it looks like a ghost town out there so it's yeah. kind of eerie and then you have a ant <laughs> playing drums right which i think has got to be the only end credit scene that is actually in the trailers because that part was in the trailers yeah yeah so that was pretty interesting at first i thought maybe it was just a cut scene right and i was like where's the ant playing drums i don't know <laughs> then it happens at the end um so let's move over to Avengers 4 then. Uh, remember at the end of Avengers 3, Thanos snaps. We just reviewed that with Ant-Man. A lot of our heroes are gone. How do we get them back? And what was your initial thought when the snap occurred? So when the snap occurred, my initial thought is like, no, oh, this is where Cap dies. Because <laughs> right. I think Cap and Iron Man, I think you expect both of them to go. But when it doesn't, then you're like, okay, I'm so confused. Because they just killed their megastar in Black Panther. They just got rid of pretty much everybody. Like, everybody has a little piece gone. Everybody, all the Guardians pretty much are poof. Um, <laughs> Except Rocket. Yeah, yeah Rocket's the only one that's on. not gone. Um, Gomorrah's dead, um, which I still don't think. But um, I, I don't know. I, I, my mind was blown, and the worst part was Spider-Man. I almost cried because <laughs> I've really grown a weird affection for Spider-Man. I know you already have one, um, yeah. and you've had one forever. But yeah. uh, when Spider-Man goes, that's when it really your heart's just like, oh, man. Like, 
they, this sucks because like now what? Now it's just the original Avengers, the ones that have always been there. And now what? Like, how are they ever going to defeat Thanos? He, it's the first time I've ever walked out of a movie going, the villain won. <laughs> Which is weird, because you don't really ever, even in Star Wars, you still think, okay, well, there's still some upside to it. This didn't leave you any upside. This was kind of like, all your friends are gone. So, I don't know. That was my initial thought. What were your thoughts? I mean, I know you probably cried in Spider-Man poof. I did not. You I did didn't? Not. No, and I'll tell you why. Black Panther fades away right before him. Yeah. He's one of the first to go, right? Yeah. So, all right, the first person we see go, I think, is Bucky. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're actually doing it. They're they're getting rid of half the <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Like, this is insane. And I was like, and Bucky, to be honest, I could see them keeping him dead. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it made sense, like, when he was disappearing. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, then, like, right after that, it's Black Panther. Yeah. As soon as Black Panther disappears, I'm like, all right, they're coming back. They're coming back. Like, yeah, all of them. All but what if they don't? Them. Like, what if well, I know Black Panther? Like, okay, I get Black right. Panther, but like, Spider-Man, I could see Bucky being dead. Like, I could actually I could see, see him. Well, if they need to keep somebody dead, I could see them doing that. Yeah. yeah. But then we get to um, Spider Man, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, they just killed off Black Panther, who made billions of dollars for them. Yeah. Uh, then we get to Spider Man, who they took forever being able to get the rights back from Sony. It's well, true. not the rights, but to get the deal to use him in their mm. movies. And I'm like, he starts saying he's not feeling so good. I'm like, okay, this, he's coming back. There, one, we already know there's a sequel that comes out in July for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. And it's not like it. Sometimes I wish they wouldn't announce some of these sequels just because it would be even more shocking i think Mm -hmm. but i think most people would realize even without an announced sequel to spider-man that he's coming back so my only thing is like yeah it's it really will work well with tony going into avengers 4 because he was like his mentor yeah and he let this kid die you know Mm -hmm. but i think for like so it might play off really well in avengers 4 but as in avengers uh, infinity war i was like if it was somebody else other than peter right there Maybe I would have bought it a little bit more that it that it was happening, you know. Um, though again, a lot of the guardians disappeared too, and you're like, they can't do Guardians three without yeah, all of them. <laughs> they can do it without James Gunn apparently, but they can't do it without yeah, they uh, can't do it without them. So, yeah. uh, I I didn't really, I mean, like yeah, Thanos won, and it was shocking that they actually went through with the snap. And that that's pretty much how it ends. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how, how to say this? But I, it's like, um, I know that they're coming back. And I, I think that's okay. I think most people expect them to come back. Yeah. And the thing is, people are going to say, how do we get them back? And that's what I want to talk about next. See mm-hmm. that segue? Yeah, that's <laughs> a nice segue. I like that. It's got two wheels like a, on it. I feel like a radio host there. No, that was um, an excellent connection. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you just, you know, you set it up and I knocked yeah. it in. It's um, got it. It's got to happen. Avengers 4, how did they get them back, Logan? So they're like, uh, it was weird because right when this happened, because I hadn't been, because you remember before our second program, I went back and watched a bunch of them and then I'd stopped and then I kind of lost interest right. when, and then I came back. I was back on, 
yeah, when I was on second program, I was actually in my apartment texting you about you watching Iron Man and Avengers Correct. and such. Yeah. Yeah. But now like I've gotten a weird, I got a really weird fascination with it after the fact of this, uh, after infinity war pretty much. Cause I had binge watched to go see infinity war. And uh, I mean, I started watching things and I started seeing a lot of things on different like outlets and stuff. And I do know there are some photos out there. I've seen them and, it kind of gives you an, yes. an, an idea, but like, it's amazing. Cause I'm like, okay. And I did see the one that they, they, can I spoil it on here? I don't know if people want to go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. We'll, we'll drop this. These are just set photos, right? Okay. Just yeah. Set photos. The set photos. And one of them was actually not even a set photo. It was the IMDB of the late or the girl that was cast that's Cassie when she's 16. Yes. So like, okay. That blew my. I'm like, okay, now they're definitely going in the future, but they also have to go back in time. So this has got something to do with, I think, the quantum realm and where yes. Scott is. So I think, oh my gosh, like my mind is, like was blown when I saw these photos just a couple days ago and, when and I was looking it up. Right. Here's the big thing with that too. Okay. Uh, so let's get into this. This is theory number one that I see online. Okay. Um, so we're not really spoiling anything here. Casting news. It hasn't been really made official, but supposedly they're casting somebody to play older Cassie, which is, shouldn't be that much of a surprise if you, if just for like comic background, she's actually a superhero when she gets older. Mm -hmm. So, so people like, since she's in Ant-Man and the Wop saying, like, I want to be your sidekick. That's like a reference to her being a hero when she grows up. Right. Um, so when Ant-Man is going into the quantum realm, Janet says, watch out for the time vortex. Mm -hmm. Or a time vortex that is in there. Uh, and it's kind of like a throwaway line, but people have really clung on, uh, you know, clinged, uh, clung on to this? Clinged mm -hmm. on to this? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the proper sentence yeah, is. I think it's, I don't know. <laughs> clung? <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Come on, you teacher. Hey, I'm getting, back in the, I'm getting back in the form, man. <laughs> You're still on summer vacation. Um, so, some people's thoughts are that Scott finds the time vortex and that it sends him into the future where he then meets his uh, older daughter, who's a hero. And he finds out about the snap and maybe he runs into the, the original Avengers kind of older. Maybe mm -hmm. like 10 years in the future. Um... So that's like theory number one, and then somehow either they go back in time, or they use the time vortex in the quantum realm again, and go back to uh, try to stop Thanos. Um, again, set photos have kind of shown that the Battle of New York from Avengers 1 plays a role mm -hmm. into Avengers 4. People have seen like Ant-Man there. Yeah. They say, well, Ant-Man wasn't there. Is it time travel? We're not 100% sure. You know, there's set photos of it. But remember in Civil War, uh, when when Tony gets first introduced in Civil War, he's showing his barf technology, yeah, which lets him relive uh, his last time with his parents and maybe make some changes. Um, it could be something like that. Maybe the Avengers are wearing the barf technology. Right. And... and kind of see like oh this is how you know this is how the battle of new york went and maybe scott's standing there seeing it with it i have no idea mm -hmm. how that would work but 
something it's something that's been set up in Civil War that is being written and directed by the same people who've done Avengers 3 and 4. So that's a possibility without actually time traveling. Um since Thanos has the time stone, but I think you're right. I think the time vortex with the quantum realm is mostly how that's going to play out. Maybe once he gets to the future, he can say, "Look, I came through this time vortex. Let's see if I can lead you back through it with me and we can right. try to stop Thanos, you know, together." Cuz right. at this point, Scott has no idea who Thanos is, what he did or not. So he has to learn that. And so he can't go backwards first. No. Right? I mean, he's got to go forward first to learn about it and then go backwards. No, I agree. There's got to be a point to like they said something that was interesting too that uh Captain Marvel is not technically based in their era so like they would have to go back to her to get and they said that that's the reason nick fury has that pager is because that's the only way back then in the 90s that you could get a hold of somebody who was a pager so they think that's why she had a pager and nick fury had a pager because they're in a different time like content i don't know like a different time frame and that's the only way they can communicate between the two so i think like that was interesting like a theory that they go back to get her because she can actually communicate in between the realms. But I don't know like how she would tie into because we haven't seen her yet. Like I don't know how she would necessarily tie into what's going on in the future. But I do think that they made another good point that they showed like back in Avengers One, like when they're all in, in New York. Another thing that they said that they could do is if they figured out time travel, they're gonna they're gonna have to figure out a time to go back and find the Infinity Stones before. Thanos you know, in the di- yeah, in the different time frames in which they've existed. So that would be so dope. Uh, that would sound so cool. <laughs> like putting the gauntlet together before Thanos actually gets a yeah, chance to. Yeah. But Thanos is also going to be able to go back in time and try to chase him down because he's got which, the time stone, right? So it'll be I, like I don't know how that would work as far as like well, if you got one of the stones, doesn't that break up the future? You know, stone like his ability, right? right. But maybe or maybe does it split a, timelines? Right, exactly. So how does that? And maybe splitting timelines is how we and see the end. Like that's what they said. That's how we're going to see the end of some of our characters is through stretching time zones and like going between each one, some getting stuck. Like they said, Captain Rogers getting stuck back or Captain Eric getting stuck back in the time where she's from. And he actually switches fate with somebody else or something like that. So like, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. It's, it's going to be this fine line of making sure that everything they've done still matters Mm -hmm. and not just erase everything. There's still got to be stakes. Yes. And do you that's think, the tough spot. Do you think a stake for Thanos, like I heard this theory, do you think it's a stake for Thanos is he gets to a point where he misses Gamora so much that he rewinds it to then when he no. already has a stunt and you don't think so? No. No, because I, and the reason why is, I mean, one, Gamora already hates him anyway, right? Before right. Before he even kills her. So it's not like she's going to be like the best daughter after he saves right. her. Right. You know? And uh, two, I think it undoes what Thanos, what they did for Thanos in in Infinity War. They made him, you know, the person who will do what the heroes couldn't. And, And the heroes, and this is a good parallel, the heroes, Captain America says, we don't trade lives. Yeah. Right? We don't trade lives. When there's, when Vision's saying, look, just kill me. Right. Destroy the stone. And Captain America says, no, we don't trade lives. What does Thanos do? He trades lives. He, he mm-hmm. gives 
this the um uh the place uh that's escaping me where the soul stone is yeah he, he gives gomorrah you know he kills gomorrah in order to get the soul stone he is the one that can do it he doesn't he does even his most loved one was not enough to stop him from seeking out his goal you know right uh, i can't see them then weakening him to the point where he's like nah, i just miss her so much you know yeah. like uh, i just i don't I, I just don't think she's done though like i don't think her role in this is done somehow see like, i think she it, i think anybody that died before the dusting i think they stay dead Loki, Heimdall, and Gamora. I think they're yeah. all gone. But, just, sorry, go ahead. No, just because, like, I don't know, because whenever you listen to their interviews and stuff, like, they've let out that there is still scenes that they were in that they don't recollect being in the movie. So they're, they kind of spoiled things before they had seen the final product. And it was kind of like, yeah, we shot this one scene and I was in it and kind of like that. And then all of a sudden she's gone and it's like, well, that scene wasn't in the movie and what you just mentioned was clearly not in the movie. Like there was one in particular that I saw like on a video way back that was like, they said, Oh yeah, there was this one day where all 30 of us were in a room. Now I don't know. This could be one. They just out, you know, get to the outtakes and they got rid of it. And then now right. you won't ever see it again. But they did make Drax and then made a really interesting thing where it was like, well, we were all there one day. We were all in the same scene, even Gamora and them were there. And so it was like, I wonder if, there is something coming that maybe we didn't see the first time or I don't know. I right. just don't, but it, I, it could be done in a way where she's still dead. That's like, true. You know, like, yeah. Uh, Cause I they guess, can still edit, I guess. And edit right. her out. Right. Cause it could be done to keep secrets. I mean, the big scene in the trailer that everybody kept is yeah. running towards the camera with the Hawk behind them. The Hawk's not even in the movie. Except right. The so, right. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, but the only way I can see it moving forward is maybe this is a theory people are doing too, that Nebula, her sister is mm. going to sacrifice, like exchange her life for Gamora um, mm. as an act of sisterly love and right. pulling uh, Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cause we already got a full enough Lion King as it is in Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that whole scene with the Black Panther, like, when, when they go to the other side to see his dad and stuff, that reminded me so much of Lion King. It was freaky. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was like, all right, like, get it. Like, this person must have really, um, I don't know. But now, there's just, like, so many rumors. Like, wh what do you think about this one? I saw this one, too. Um, what about the, well, darn, I just... I forgot. How did I forget? I, there's like a second. I was so excited. But going into Black Panther threw me off. I forget what it was. Sorry. No, it was just like, oh, man. That was a big one, too. I was going to ask you. Um, I think I, I'll, I'll try to think of it again. But I don't remember what it is now. I was really excited. I was like, okay. I know. I'm excited for it. Oh, 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 oh. I got okay. it. I got it. I got it. I'm not a big comic book freak. And you might know a little bit about it. But they said, um, I mean, it's not huge, but like Professor Hulk, I didn't know that was a thing. Like Hulk, because he wasn't able to come out, obviously, after um, Thanos just beats the crap out of him. Yeah. Um, he basically banners mind with Hulk's body is a thing, yes. I guess. Yes, yeah. It's, so it's like, like at a point where he can fully control it and have... 
his mind with Hulk's abilities. Yeah. That's amazing. Because they were like, that's one thing that could have a huge effect is if he can come back, they think that he's the one that ultimately gets rid of Thanos' gauntlet for a while. Hmm. Because he's strong enough to rip somebody's arm off or something. I saw right. that in like a rumor, like that's how it happens in the comics or something. Like that's how the gauntlet's destroyed is the Hulk rips it off his arm or something. There's many different like iterations of Thanos with the gauntlet. That like, yeah. One time Nebula actually beats him by taking it off of him and wielding it herself. Right. What, um, about, what do you think about the characters that were not seen, obviously? I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye, you're right. Yeah, haven't you, even mentioned him. Do you think he has? What are your theories behind why he wasn't anywhere near this? Because uh, they, th- they 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 think that the kid and and his wife disappear, so he is yeah, uh, ultimately I his, coming. I think his wife and his two kids probably disappear at the end of this movie, and then he goes forward. And I think the next time we'll see him is when Scott Lang goes into the future. You think so? Uh, yeah, there is another. You know, like. Um, Clint Barton has uh, also been known as Ronan in in some uh, yeah. comics. It's like a uh, like a. So I'm thinking maybe we see Ronan Hawkeye in the future as like a dystopian future. I think this movie might open up in a dystopian future. Hmm. Uh, maybe it might start with Cassie. That would be pretty interesting. Starting with an older version of Cassie where we don't know who she is. Yeah. And we yeah. find out who she is. And maybe that's when Ant-Man, you know, comes in. Because at that point, she probably thinks her dad disappeared, right? I mean, he's he would have disappeared in the quantum realm and she would have no idea where he went. That is true. Like, uh, you're right. That would be cool. Because then you would have, like, this dynamic where they're trying to, like, kind of... And show mighty. us what Thanos did, right? Yeah. I mean, this is... What happened to these guys? Yeah, right. Like what happens to Cap? What happens to to Iron Man? Because I could see that big time. Like you're right. I could see them starting out up in the future, where Cap and and Iron Man are starting to trying to figure it out, and they're these you know washed up old superheroes that can't figure out you know what's going on. Ooh, ooh, okay. Remember, there's kind of hints that Pepper's pregnant. What if she's pregnant? And he names it Peter because of Spider Man disappearing. That would be crazy. Ten years in the future, he's got like a ten-year-old son named Peter. You that know? would and be he's crazy. Just like, he's just totally distraught about what happened on Titan. Just and, like washed up, right? Completely and out this of is it. Maybe, this is maybe only the first twenty minutes of the movie, but that but it shows that what Thanos did actually mattered and and changed these people, uh, and then we can start undoing it. You know, start fixing it. That would be cool. Like and, and just snap back to the point where. It's before the snap or something like that. That would be crazy. Like, I can't even imagine how they would portray some of the characters that are still around. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what what yeah. happens to Rocket? Like, you know, what do they Rocket stay together? Out with Thor all the time? Yeah. yeah. Like, do they, I mean, does the rabbit ultimately, you know, <laughs> hang out with Thor in some kind of like garbage, homeless situation where Thor's thinking about his life because he had a chance to end Thanos but didn't? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're right. It, it, could, it could be. It could be a great way to kind of throw us off, right? It's like, whoa, what am I watching right, right. now? Like, no, like Thanos actually won for the time yeah. being. The way I think Captain Marvel gets into this, um, her movie does take place in the 90s. That's as much as we really know. 
Um, and it actually takes place during the Korean Scroll War. Okay, so this is a big war in comics history, uh, just for your reference point. Okay. Um, so if you're ever interested, you can search Kree versus Skrull, S-K-R-U-L-L. Okay. And uh, the Krees are in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's who Ronan the Accuser is, the bad okay. guy. Okay, yeah. Um, he is going to be in Captain Marvel because it takes place in the 90s. So he's actually still alive. Uh, so he's going to be in it. Uh, the guy in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy... When Star Lord is trying to steal the power, star, yeah, yeah, uh, who says who? You know, like right. who are you? Uh, yeah. he's going to be in it. Uh, Agent Phil Coulson is going to be back in this as uh, okay. de-aged, um, and Samuel Jackson is going to be using the CGI de-aging as well. Wow! All taking place in the nineties. Um, this is really what they've said kind of before: is that this is Samuel Jackson's first. Uh, not Samuel Jackson's, but Nick Fury's first foray into aliens and stuff with S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Uh, so probably before he's the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and, and he's got two eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then he's going to be dealing with Captain Marvel. And I think she's actually just somewhere else in space during this whole time doing something else. And she gives him a pager and they create this technology you know, to give him... Because it's much more than your standard pager. It's going across the galaxy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and It's got some sick And she uh, says, look, I'm going to have to do some stuff up there, right? But if you need me, here's this, right? And I think by the time she comes back, like, I think when he presses that, you know, you said some theories say she's in a different dimension or whatever. I think she's just coming back from outer space. And I think okay. we have kind of different stories going on here. We're probably going to have Scott Lang with the old Avengers yeah. trying to undo it. And I think we might have Captain Marvel doing something else in the present. I think it might be working on... You know how we had our heroes kind of split up in the um, uh, in Infinity War? You know, yeah. We had the people on Titan. We had the right. people on Earth. And we had the, you know that kind of stuff. I think it might be something like that where we have Captain Marvel doing this thing... And then maybe Scott Lang and his people doing this thing, and then maybe they merge. Do you think Captain Marvel's with Ghost? Uh, if she's with Ghost, no. No. Um, I'm just trying to think of like who else is left that would be. I yeah, that's the thing. We don't. I guess Thor and Thor and the Rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, Thor shouldn't look that much different at all because he's uh, he's a god. Right. He's already like 1,500 years old or whatever. Um. So he should look the same. Tony will look a little older. Again, I'm thinking maybe 8 to 10 years. Just if Cassie is 16. She's like, what, 8? Maybe yeah. 10? 8 yeah. or 10 in the in this one. So uh, probably 8 or 10 years from now. Right. Uh, she would, uh, maybe 6 to 8 years. Uh, but enough to kind of show like civilization has fallen apart without half the population. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and maybe one thing to turn Thanos around if he ever changes his mind is if he could see that everywhere is not better. Because yeah, because he ultimately thinks that it's for the greater good. Like he thinks right. he's doing the the best thing possible for exactly. human for him for mankind. He, like he thinks he's the hero. Right. And and this Infinity War was his story. So now I think we're going to get an actual Avengers film. You know, now we're yeah. actually getting the Avengers coming together. I'm. You know, it's something that was really cool when you sat back at the end of Infinity War and said, oh, these are the people that are still left. 
mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute, all of the original six are still left. Right. It's it's giving them that last chance to avenge before some of them probably start getting phased out of this. Uh, I think this time I'm going to stick with it and Iron Man and Cap, one of them is going to die, I feel like still. Yeah, I said that no. before this movie, but I think it's still going to happen. Well, then that plays into your thing, like little Cap, or uh, sorry, little Iron Man coming up, and maybe with with Cassie coming up as a super, you got your future superheroes right. maybe because they said they still want to continue some of these people's stories, but not necessarily with the same cast, which would be weird. But I don't know. Like I could see, I could see them keep going with with one of their storylines i think it'll be a while until they recast it right if they do i hope it's not like this is steve rogers you can put bucky in the role he's played captain america before falcon has been captain america before so you can still have captain america movies without steve rogers right Uh, that's what's so good about like comics is like they've made these alternate personas for people you know like Mm -hmm. and people that have taken up the mantle otherwise that you can just keep expanding the story. I don't want to ever go back and say, well, here's a new Tony Stark, like we do with Batman every five years. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me something that continues. You That's know? the same Bruce Wayne. So. Right. That's never like Bruce Wayne the third. It's Bruce Wayne again. It's Bruce Wayne, oh, here's his parents dying again. Yeah, here's in a different way. Guy. Yeah, right. like that. the boat that capsizes and like then the two sisters are left by themselves and they have to... Take over Arendelle. That's not bad. Right. <laughs> no, that's, 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 a, right. that's a much that's, sadder story. That's the that's the ice. That's the Olaf movie. <laughs> right. That's how it was marketed, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> drives me nuts. What? Um, yeah. So I guess thoughts on um, what do you think? I'm trying to think about what I was going to say now. We're both losing it. Yeah, because uh, we get so excited. Like, I really am. Like, I'm I'm reading all these things and seeing all these things. And since well, you brought it so up again. Fun. Yeah, because it's like, and then you theorize it. But there's some people that have been really close to being right. So I know a bunch of people are following them. And that guy, did you ever hear about that guy that pretty much got the whole thing right? Besides, I think, Strange Dying was pretty much he got it up to the point where, like, Captain, uh, or not Cap, uh Iron Man was sitting there at that point, and then Iron Man was the one that dies instead of Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange is no, over. Know that. So like he got everything right. He got uh, he knew Gamora was dying. He knew all these things, so it made it sound like I he had, had some sources. Was, yeah. yeah. So he had like so supposedly this guy has a source obviously that works on the movie or the film and knows what goes on. And he actually came out again recently and was like, "This is how this all happens." And they don't know if he's actually right this time, but they said he was pretty much right the whole time, the last time he was guessing at it. And one of them was when when they would go back in time, they would put the gauntlet together before Thanos had the opportunity to do it in Infinity War. And then the other, the last one was that um, that Steve Rogers dies trying to get everybody out of a certain time frame, like when they were hopping around to different time zones. That right. He, in order to to save them from actually having Thanos snap and get rid of them, um, he closes off the time realm or something like that. The time cap, the red, the you know, he closes that time frame off. And when he does it, that's how he ends up dying because he gets stuck in a time zone that he's not, you know, he's older than he should right. be. So like, then that's how 
cat dies. But I don't know. It was just interesting, like reading all these people's stuff. Then your mind just starts to like wonder, like, oh, I wonder if this is going to happen or that's going to happen. <laughs> right. Because I remember watching this, like, uh, this guy. Um, he, I follow, I listened to his Marvel podcast and such, mm-hmm. right? And he was doing this thing where he would play all the footage we had from trailers. Right. And he was like, here's the order I think they go in. Right, and he put them all in the order he thinks so, and he's like, "I think this happens." And I had to turn it off because I thought he was so right. I was like, "Oh my god, this all makes sense." Yeah, he was wrong. Really, (laughs) he was wrong. (laughs) He thought he was close with the Battle of New York stuff happening at the beginning. Yeah, like uh, you know, them that happens like right away. Right, but he thought the Titan stuff happened like first or near the middle, Mm -hmm. instead of it going kind of simultaneously with uh, Wakanda stuff. Right. So I mean, like. That was wrong, and then he, you know, he got some stuff right, but I was like too scared to keep listening because I was like, this almost spoils it. Yeah. But he was actually wrong, so it was, it was nice because I was like, man, right, it was, yeah, it was good. It wasn't like as predictable as people thought it was going to be. A lot of people didn't think they would actually snap. I didn't think they would. Um, I said that's a thing you do in the comics. They're not going to do that in a movie. They said these are two complete stories. Yeah. Uh, they fooled us. Yeah. So what do you think the scene is at the end then? What do you think him seeing Gamora is at the end? Is that That's, like, uh, I think she's in the Soul Stone. I think he's so or think he's or he's using the Soul Stone to see her again. To see her one more time. Interesting. Cuz I know people as, think as he remembers her. People think it's him going back in time and saving her. Oh and, no, it's and not. And redoing that it because, with her. Because then he goes sits on the uh on his yeah, you know, he he uses it it's like as soon as he gets hit, right? Yeah. Bam. So he's using his soul stone there to see her, talk to her. And then he comes back into reality, uses the space stone to bolt out of there. Mm-hmm. And then he's back at his um, his farm. Yeah. Um, I think Gamora stays dead unless if Nebula... We gotta have some people stay dead. That's the thing. I think... Um, I, I do think that... What's his name? Bucky. I think he is. Like, I really do think... There's just not, and I hate the people love him. I think there's just nowhere to put. He doesn't really fit. Maybe <laughs> like, once Cap's gone, like, yeah, once, Cap's, once gone. Cap's gone, he doesn't fit. So I think that getting him a send off is pretty much closing Cap's book. Because I think, honestly, I think they're done with Cap once this is done. I think. I think so too. I, I think, think Iron Man. I think Iron Man does another one. I don't know if he dies. Like you, you got know, the feeling he might have, but you I know just what I don't really want to like do with will. Iron Man. This is what I really want them to do with Iron Man if Robert Downey's cool. Make him the next Nick Fury. Like That would be cool. Like yeah. he doesn't have to be in every movie, and if he is in a movie, he could be in like an office building, like looking over the city or meeting with a character, like, hey, do you want to join the Avengers? I'm retired, but right. I see you know, him, like Yeah, guy. no, I think you're right. I think I see because I was gonna say that. I, th- I think I see him more as like a not dying off and handing the realms or right. the, the reins over. I think, I think he he's more of like a, I'm handing the reins over. I'm done doing this crap. <laughs> right. He's like, they don't need Iron Man anymore. They got this nice young group of people doing stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. I can take a break. Right. Know? And yeah. I can have a family now. Right. And then that, that would be so cool because it would keep the story going. Like this all started with Iron Man. So it would kind of keep his story going. He doesn't have to be in every movie, but he would be in like these like, you know, like a five-minute scene oh, in, yeah. like, this movie, and then, like... A or even the end scenes, scene yeah, even the end scenes that they keep putting Fury in that he doesn't really have much part... Like, he didn't have any role in Infinity War until right. the end. So, like, 
it would be so cool to see like back in headquarters here here comes iron man around the corner to introduce our new superhero that being his son that would be even really cool like if his son really does become the next quote-unquote iron man where they can branch off from that and then he becomes peter parker's friend or you know that kind of stuff right like, then right. peter parker's mentoring him and it's like that would be really cool to see that aspect and maybe playing parker's you know into the role of iron man and then iron man's kid becoming somebody like peter parker where he's got a you know and maybe crazy blow your mind maybe downey's kid or maybe iron man's kid becomes the villain to peter parker like it would i don't know right there's so much you could go from branching off and not killing Cap or Iron Man. Cap, right? The, the Cap, you just you don't lose much. You just you know lose Cap. <laughs> well, you need and you need to have Cap end his story at some point. He's a hundred years old in mm. the wrong time period. It's yes. like he wants to die. I bet you know. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's. Dude at the looks point really where, good like, for a hundred. <laughs> he does, he does. <laughs> but I think he's at that point where he's like, man, if I could just be with Peggy in the afterlife, like it's true. That's, that's what I want. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, and I could see him being. Like, and you know what's crazy now that you say that, now that my brain's just blown? What if him saying we can't afford to, we don't, we don't exchange lives. What if he exchanges his life? Right. What if he's the right. one to do it? That would be right. we, crazy. We don't trade lives. And then yes. he realizes he was wrong and he said, well, we'll trade one. Mine. Mine. You know? Yep. I'm ready Whoa. to lay it on the line. Goosebumps, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could totally see it, like talking to iron man who they've had a rocky relationship over the last couple yeah. movies just turning to him and going i'm sorry but i told you i would never trade a life i've got to do it and then boom he gets closed yeah. off almost like he saves him puts him in some kind of room or something they're safe in and then he's the one to close the door and go sorry i gotta stay right mind blown <laughs> So let's let's wrap it up. Let's talk about the future after Avengers Four. Okay. Okay. Uh, Spider Man Far mm-hmm. From Home comes out in July. Yeah, uh, he's really far from home right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's long gone. From he's home. dead. <laughs> uh, and then moving on from there, uh, this Disney Fox deal is is closing. You yes. Know, we got the shareholders. They voted for it. Um. You, do you know a lot about those characters? Just saying, like, do you know it? Like, have you seen any of those previous versions of Fantastic Four or X Men? I've seen bits and pieces, not enough to know what's going on at all. Right. So I'm thinking they're just going to recast that, reboot that. Um, but the Fantastic Four is a big. They're the like the first gr- first team that Marvel had ever created. So mm. this is it's going to be huge having them come back into the to the fold of Marvel. They're huge for the outer space stuff. You know, that's how they got their powers. They have, um, really great villains. Uh, Galactus, uh, silver surfer is sometimes a hero, sometimes a villain in yeah. their stories. And you have, um, Dr. Doom. I think Dr. Doom would be really cool as like the next Loki mm-hmm. who can kind of, uh, be a one that lasts for a few movies. And then on the X-Men side, you know, there's so many good characters in X-Men. Um, I, I wonder how they're going to put them in here. But what are you most excited for? Would you be more excited for uh, X-Men and the mutant storylines or more space stuff with the Fantastic Four? I think with the characters and the cast that I think are ultimately going to be left after Infinity War, I think it ties in better that they go with the, the kind of space 
character. Right. And I think bringing them into what could be the, <laughs> like the, not necessarily rival, but like the hand in hand with the guardians, it would be like a dream come true. Cause then it could be like the role reversal where they come on a ship and they go, who the hell are you guys? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and I think with all this time stuff going on that we're going to have in, in infinity war, I think it's a perfect time. I don't know if they did this on purpose, knowing somewhat that they might get the ability to bring people from the past. But I think since you mentioned they're the first, I think with time continuums now open and quantum, right. phys- I think Ant-Man can open up a lot of that where we get characters that you can reboot and still be, oh, okay, now that fits because they can reboot Wolverine. They can reboot, you know, a bunch of the other X-Men and right. different things the like that. The only issue with X-Men is that they're supposed to have been mutants for since like the 60s. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, there's no way they've just stayed hidden for that right. long. So and you, you they, wedge them in between Cap and then what's right. going on Right, so you might now. have to just have them start being a... Mutants are just now starting to become a thing or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. I have no idea how they will do it. Um, but I'm really excited for getting those characters back uh, and having them actually use... There's not been a good X-Men movie for a few years. There's mm-hmm. not been... A good Fantastic Four movie. Some people would say ever. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I did like Jessica Alba version, though. right? But <laughs> <laughs> one, but uh, right. Um, so I'm, I'm really and Chris Evans was in that as Human Torch. Yeah, well, yeah, that's bring him back. Bring him back as Human Torch. They, uh, mind blown. Captain <laughs> be dead, and then now yeah. Yeah, so I'm really pumped about that. the The bad thing about that, James Gunn was supposed to oversee the cosmic universe yeah. as a consultant. He he's got gone. Gun. Yeah, he got gunned down. He's gone. <laughs> um, so hopefully, they still have a plan for the cosmic future. I'm sure they do. I'm sure Kevin Feige is on top of this. Um, and uh, what do you think happens with Guardians Three? Does it get shelved for a few years? They were supposed to start filming in January. Uh, so I don't know. Like I think they find they hire somebody this quickly. And yeah, get, they have to rewrite the script and everything. Right. No, I think they do. I think they'll find somebody. I I don't know because I think it would really screw up. There's a little different because they could they could push Guardians three back probably I guess because they they don't they don't really have a storyline right now. I mean, Rabbit's the only one alive. <laughs> and by the way, anybody listening, I know he's a I know he's a raccoon. I know he's a raccoon. If you <laughs> yeah, see the freaking movie, <laughs> Thor calls him rabbit. So, um, but yeah, no, I think, I think they find somebody. I think they're too big to not try to do it. And I hope it doesn't fail because of it, but knowing right, their success, those... I mean, I think anybody would see guardians, even if it was just them standing around in a room, just talking to Thor for two hours. Right. So. I just hope it has the magic of the Guardians. The, those were very James Gunn movies. Yeah. Um, hopefully somebody else can capture the tone. And the uh, soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack especially. Because he's also the one that chose the song that's yep. Infinity War. Yeah. So he chose some of their dialogue. You know, he everything ran by him when it came to the Guardians. Right. Uh, actually, you know what else did too? Uh, Chris Pratt, you know, uh, when Star-Lord is with Thanos and Gamora yeah and he's has the gun and he says you know pull the trick and she's telling him to pull the trigger the water gun yeah they originally had it where he did not right oh, really and Chris Pratt said I think he would you know I think he would mm-hmm. and then they had to consult James Gunn who backed 
Chris Pratt and said, yeah, Star-Lord would totally pull the trigger. Yeah. And obviously it didn't matter because they were became bubbles. But right. uh, it was a character moment. And then that's how integral he was to that. So I'm really hoping that the cast just sent out this huge letter to... Um, saying that they would love to work with him again. So it, it's really hoping that whoever they get to replace him, because um, they said it's unlikely he gets rehired, yeah. but whoever they get to replace him can find the soul and the and the you know the funk of yeah. the music. And you get a lot. I mean, it's just like a, any sports team or any kind of management position. Like, once you find right. somebody you can go to that's going to listen to you and go, actually, you're right. Like, the fact that he could do that with, with Chris Pratt is like, worlds upon them because then because the characters they begin to live their role they begin to live that right you know that's their thinking and they're the ones that are come up with like no they would definitely do that that would be a point in which this would happen you're right i think yeah i hope they don't lose that because those those movies are my favorite by far like those two movies are my two favorite movies of the whole Trilo- or not trilogy, the whole <laughs> it will be a trilogy, um, but but the whole but the, the whole, whole Marvel universe, that. yeah, like it's they're my two favorite because they're serious and the part that they play in Infinity War are the most polarizing parts. I think I think he played the most polarizing part ever um, in, in the movie. So oh, yeah, because he because he uh, you know lost it. Yeah, because he because he loses his cool and and you need that like you needed that one guy that would do it and it just so happened that he would be in that role in that time when he had the choice and he did not succeed in, in what he was doing. So it was like and, and that was all part of Doctor Strange's thing though too. Right. Let's not forget you know Doctor Strange says right. this was the only way. So uh, he 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 foresaw all of that. So mm-hmm. even though some people get really mad and even abuse Chris Pratt online about his character <laughs> doing something stupid, um, it was all not planned. It's not like Dr. Strange said, you know, go ahead and, and do that. But Dr. Strange saw that and, and still knew that they would win that way. So yes. for everybody who's saying you ruined it, he they would not have won if they got the glove off of him still there. He could have just smacked him and grabbed it again. Right. You know, it's it's uh It needed to happen. <laughs> it, we have a whole another second half of the movie coming mm-hmm. up in May that really would show that like even though yes, they could it was frustrating in the movie because you're like, No, keep it together. But at that point we don't know that uh it's ever it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't hear Doctor Strange say at that point this is the only way when you get told that near the end of the movie, you're like, okay, you, you forget everything pretty much that anybody did that right. could have caused. Like, we still, we got this. Yeah. You know? it, it's like right now <laughs> I hate this team. Okay. But right now they're the Patriots uh, down in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Yeah. And the Falcons are Thanos <laughs> and Thanos think he won. He yeah. thinks he's won. <laughs> But the Avengers are the Patriots, man. They got right. Captain America on their team. They're going to win the game at the end. Right. Yeah, Thanos has already put together his championship shirts. I mean, so he's Chris got Pratt, everything. Yeah, Star-Lord is like, I don't know, did any of those? Did any of the Patriots throw an interception or fumble the ball? If they did, <laughs> he, he is like them where it's like, oh, everybody's like, man, we're losing by 20 points or whatever, and you fumbled the ball. Well, guess what? Uh, it won't matter at the end of the game because they'll win. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. 
What it's an true. analogy. That was an analogy. What a great sports reference. Go 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 baseball. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I hate the Patriots. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the most to. apt analogy I had though. That's pretty good though. No, I liked it. It was the only one that fits. Sports are sports are good for that. Yeah. All right. So um any final thoughts you have about uh, the Avengers? You own it now. We're celebrating the release with this episode. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm, it's probably never leaving my Blu-ray player once I once I get it. Yeah, I got to say, I, uh, it's going to be tough because I got the Cubs coming on tonight. Um, right. And then tomorrow, Ashley will be off. And I got to go get stuff done and drive through the DMV and stuff. But I guarantee you, one time this weekend, I will be sitting down again with Infinity War and crying my eyes out. So... And wondering why Thanos is such, such a, a jerk. Good movie. Yep, so good. It, it's it's so amazing to think that ten years have led to this, like uh, in twenty films. Like, right. I wonder, and 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 I would love to know this from Feige, like the honest truth. When did all of this? When did he think? Because he's had Thanos in his mind for a long time. Because he shows up relatively early. And yeah, he shows up in, in the uh, first Guardians, 12, right? Uh, uh, Avengers one. Was it Avengers one? He shows up in the end credits of Avengers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but you just like sit there and go. Back then, right then, at that moment, did he know? Like, yeah, I get. There's some right. characters that maybe he didn't think about even coming into fruition, like Spider Man and stuff. But did he know back then what he ultimately was building up to? That would be interesting to to know. Like, when did your when did all this stuff start to come into what Thanos was, and how did you build Thanos as a character? Right, I don't think they really, honestly, until Avengers 1, really started to think about it. Yeah. Because uh, at that point, everybody thought Avengers 1 was going to be a flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody who said The Dark Knight Rises was going to be the movie of the year. Yeah. And that Avengers would be the flop. Why would they put four heroes in the same movie? They're never going to have enough screen time. Mm-hmm. We had like 40 characters in this last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forty characters but, that they could barely fit into one one movie because they right. were all so good, and everybody wants to see their favorite yeah, character. They each have a favorite, that, yeah. and that's the same way it is when you read the comics. If you if you ever read a comic storyline that is a thing like that, you know you'll be like you'll have your Spider Man fans reading it, you'll have your Iron Man fans reading it, and each of them need to be serviced of like at least a scene or two that's important for each character. Right. You know? um, and, and that's what needed to be done in this movie. And I really can't sit... I mean, I, sometimes I sit there and think... I look at it and say, I don't know if I would do it any other way. Like, I feel like each character got justice. Yeah. They, they each got... I mean, people complained about Cap not having enough screen time. I still felt like he did stuff, though. I mean, yeah, he, he did. helped gather the troops he saved uh vision and scarlet i was gonna say witch. he saved vision and scarlet witch big time he he held off thanos at the end like yeah. it was I mean, he did it the only one that maybe didn't get serviced as much as hawk but even then the hawk had a storyline about how he was scared to come out because right. of thanos he got and i think whooped for the first time yeah and i think he's a huge part in the second movie i just do i think he's gonna be yeah. a bigger role than i think most are and i think that's the cool thing about it is that they can tie in all these characters in such a huge way that you feel like every single one of them, like you go through all of them uh, and just think about like what role they played. I mean, even Drax, like the comedy that he gave us at the front of the movie with Thor when he first gets, right. I mean, that's just like pure gold. And that's one of the one 
scenes that everybody will remember for a long time. So that's why is Gamora? (laughs) (laughs) Why is Gamora? But yeah, I just feel like each character had had their justice, and and you know, I hope the same goes through with with the fourth one. Uh, The Russos are already saying it's their best movie they've Mm -hmm. made. So I mean, obviously they're not going to say it sucks, but right. I mean, there's ways to phrase it if you're not as confident in it without saying this is the best thing I've ever done. Right. You know, so I mean, like they have the confidence in it. Yeah. And and hopefully it's not a disappointment. I don't think it will be. I think they got this. They filmed them back to back. They had it pl- written together. I think they knew the whole story they wanted to tell. Right. No, I think you're right. I think they. They definitely do because there's a way of saying like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this movie is a great continuation of what happened in the first film, and right. we're happy with it." Instead of going out of their way, which Infinity War was by far one of the best movies I've ever seen, and to say that this one's better than that one, I can't even fathom what that'll look like. Seriously, I can't wait till May. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a long wait. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, we got Captain Marvel to hold us over in March. Uh. So we got a long winter and fall without any Marvel films. Right. So you best believe Infinity War is going to be on a loop. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sure Tom Holland will ruin some stuff for us along the way. (laughs) I hope so. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up on this. Uh, We want to thank. Thanks, Logan, for coming on. Yeah, no problem. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, these might be split into two episodes because each one runs about an hour. <laughs> yeah, that would be a three-hour episode. <laughs> yeah, this will be an insane episode. So I think I'll split them up into two and release them like a week apart. But um, Yeah, anything you need to plug? Your vlog? Yeah, I guess the vlog is the only thing currently kind of in the works. It's, You're on a hiatus? Yeah, um, kind of on a hiatus. Podcast. Yeah, they, they've paid me enough to take a hiatus. Um. We are at we met behind the castle. We had a podcast. I don't know what's going to happen to it. It's kind of up in the air. It's under current refurb. Um, and then I've got the vlog. We do episodes every once in a while. Haven't been able to get to the parks lately because of a bunch of stuff going on. And then school's getting ready to start, so it should be a pretty busy month again. But hopefully, I can get some more videos up. And then I'm sure that if I record again, it might be on Jordan's channel um, more so than anything I ever do again for my channel. So or my podcast so cool yeah and we'll have, to, we'll have to have you on uh, i told this to matt too we'll have to have you on when the trailer's released uh, that'll be a lot of fun when will that be probably december or something uh, no. well last one was in like october i think so okay we, we still got to get a captain marvel trailer too that's so true hopefully yeah that's hopefully that's this month or next month and maybe november for infinity war 2 yeah. or whatever they're gonna call at it. at least a teaser right just something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on then too to, uh, ma- you know, we got to reevaluate then. You know, once you actually see footage, it's like, okay, yeah. hold on. Uh, yeah. Now this is what I think is going to happen. Re- forget the other thing I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't we have a Star Wars movie coming up too? <laughs> uh, not until next December. Next December. It'll be after. And actually, that just started filming yesterday. So um, there you go. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so we'll see Infinity War. We'll see the Avengers four before uh, the next Star Wars film. That's that's so. incredible to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like you know this is usually back in the day you'd be you would be waiting like two or three years between movies like this. Yeah, but, 
here we go. We got less than a year or a year or so, and then uh, between films. Yeah, well, that was like Harry Potter. Every other year on Thanksgiving, pretty much, was Harry Potter. Right, and sometimes in summer and sometimes in... Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thanks for coming on. No problem. All right, and we just want to thank Logan Stump once again for coming on to the show. Uh, he is from We Met Behind the Castle. He does vlogs online, not so much the podcast anymore. So dot com. Look up We Met Behind the Castle. The link will also be the link for that should also be in the show notes when you pull up the description of the episode. Um, and that's it. We hope to have them on again. We were actually planning to have Matt and Logan on at the same time. Schedules did not permit. It would have been great to have that interchange instead of having two episodes. But at least we had a one-on-one with them and able to get their thoughts. So again, send us your thoughts now. We can talk about those in an episode as well if you send us your thoughts. Um, BehindTheDreamsPodcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash BehindTheDreamsPodcast. Twitter is at BTDisneyPodcast. And uh, that's all I got. So send us your thoughts, and we're going to have Matt and Logan on again probably around the time of the release of the trailer of Avengers 4 or when we get a name for Avengers 4 other than Avengers 4. All right, well, thank you for listening, and have a great rest of your week. They'll come back because we'll need them.